to the OV. Oh, <laughs> that was perfect. And your baby girl, Blue, yeah, she know me. Jay, Jay. Yo, what up, B? Jay. <laughs> I, think, I think Blue needs some new diapers. Jay, Jay. <laughs> Jay, you ready? I had Benzes for you had braces. I said, Jay, are you ready? Okay, baby. <laughs> I'm, trying to, I'm over here trying to figure out how to sound like Solange. I don't know how she sounds. She doesn't really Yo, let's get it. it. Let's get it. Back at it. Like we never left. Are we recording? What's yeah. good? Oh, huzzah. <laughs> okay, cool. What's good? What's good? It's your girl, Taji Bands, a.k.a. Taj, I'm take your man. Catch me if you can. Mm-hmm. Oh, they running after you, boo. Mm. You know, it's your boy, Big. Okay. It's your boy, DJ, with a big play. Always having something to say. It's your boy. I like that. And yeah. it is your favorite homegirl, Terrence Simone, a.k.a. T-Money with the honey, a.k.a. T-Money with the money, a.k.a. Terrence Simone. And I make the niggas moan. And I heard that y'all looking for me, Terrence Simone. <laughs> Follow me. I heard y'all looking for me. Well, they couldn't find you on uh, social media. I don't know. I just heard folks was choosing. You know, I'm looking for somebody that's tall, um, chocolate, uh-huh. preferably. He can be like a peanut butter type of chocolate. He I don't do got to be too dark chocolate. Um, six feet and above. Um, a drawb, mm, a core. Mm, mm. Mm, your own place. Mm-hmm. You got good taste. Yes, ma'am. Oh, the, the bar is up here. As it should be. I can't yeah. even reach it. As it should be. You say you can't even reach it. <laughs> I can't. I'm working to go towards my own expectations. <laughs> Period. Yeah. That's how it goes. So, gang, what's going on? We back. We back. We matched them. Right. We, okay. got a, we got the you jerseys know, on. We trying something new with the verified vibes. This season, we trying to verify our vibe with coordination. Yeah. Yeah. And today was DJ's day. Yeah. And he he thought of the jerseys. It was such a good idea. You yeah. Know Very nice. I got the the, the James, the LeBron, LeBron James. I got the LeBron James on. You know, shout out to the Lakers. I don't know who number one. Is this, Um. wait, let me guess. Number one on Atlanta. Is that Trey Young? Nah, I got the Treyway on today. Oh, that's the Treyway. Who's no, no, number one? Nobody's on number one. Well, nobody of importance is number one right now. But oh, it's okay. Oh, that's, that's, that's just a hard jersey. Importance. Yeah. I mean, because we can't. You called them irrelevant. Actually, I do know his name. I think the last name is Knight, but that's only because I play 2K. Okay. Who's number zero? I always see number zero for the Hawks. I think his last name was Goodwin. Um, that's a good one. That's a good yeah. one. <laughs> okay, maybe that's not the person I was thinking of. I doubt it. Okay. I doubt it. <laughs> they don't sell his jersey. Highly. <laughs> Well, that says a lot about you if you ain't got those jerseys for sale. <laughs> Does you're, it? You're not a yeah. top shotter. Oh, that's sad. That well, bad. if you guys aren't listening to us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, you can always tune into us on the YouTube's. That 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 red that red square with the play button in the middle. Yeah, you know what that is. Go on there and look us up on Verified Vibes. You can see our beautiful faces, and you can also subscribe there. Click that bell button so you can get the notifications. Please. Like it. Like it, um, share it, share it, leave your comments, mm-hmm. whatever you want to do with it. But yes, that would help us a lot. Thank you. We is back, and also of course follow us at the Verified Vibes on Instagram, IG. And oh, speaking of social media, let's just go ahead and get into. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about it. Yes. So these challenges, Whoa. child, mm-hmm. it is two challenges per week for the last per day, th- three, four or five months. It's been a challenge. What was, what was the? I feel like the first challenge I saw Corvette, Corvette. Nah, no, that that's was, that's not recent. The first. I that think was the, the first one I saw. one I saw was the uh, cool off challenge with Missy. 
Because I did that one. Okay. That was like sometime last year. What was the one with the African like music? The uh, and everybody changed their clothes. Don't rush. Yeah, don't rush. Don't oh, rush. that was probably yeah. the, first. Yeah. That was the first. That's the one that movie. really popped it off. But mm-hmm. now it's too much. Yeah, because folks was doing. I remember girls was doing like makeup challenges that they was like throwing the makeup brush and they was catching it catching and it, it. was like. Ah. Wasn't that kind of the Don't Rush Challenge? Yeah, yeah that's the same. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. That's the one I was, um, that's um, the one I remember. Can we talk about this new one, the Silhouette Challenge? Yeah. For all y'all nasty asses. Um, they, they not. On yeah. this internet, on Al Green's, Beyonce's internet. The uh, What? Al, I mean, it's Al Green's internet, but I like to say on Beyonce's internet. I'm weak. When did Beyonce get the internet? Look. Don't Beyonce? question the queen. Beyonce? 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 You look like Luther Vandross. Beyonce, I'm so sorry. <laughs> okay. But yeah, the silhouette challenge, like, I'm not going to shame you if you do it, but I just, you know, it's real. I don't want to get up at 7 a.m. and see titties on my timeline. I feel that. Like I'm back in 2016 on Twitter. No, <laughs> no. I, I, I didn't know that they were naked. I thought that everybody was just in panties and bra, but it was the first video I saw. Well, it was the first video I saw when I saw the little silhouette of the girl nipple. And I was like, mm, mm. nipple. And then I kept seeing that. And then I saw one the other night, which I was okay with because it was a man, but he had his thing. Thing? Yeah. Thing? Thing? Girl. It wasn't, you know. Mm. Got the link. Get out. Send it to me on the slide. On the on the right hand side. It's getting hot in her. Ooh, are you sure it's not the jersey? (laughs) (laughs) Dance over. (laughs) Bro, like (laughs) you gotta deal with it. It's two girls on the shaft. Right. Don't worry, y'all not finna overdo me. I know how to hold my own. Y'all, I'ma let y'all have (laughs) y'all. The silhouette challenge, uh, it's it's cute. It was cute at yeah, first. Yeah, I like it. But who who started it? That was my question. Who started it? Who starts any of these challenges? No, because I could have sworn I saw Chloe, you know, from Chloe and Haley. You know, the doop, doop. Mm-hmm. Th- that girl. I saw her do one when she was in her room, but she was dancing to that, that Jeremiah oh, song. Yeah, she was just dancing. I think they might have got the inspiration from that, and I just, yeah, started it. Yeah. And combined it with the TikTok transition thing to make it really pop. Yeah, it's just nothing safe for the kids. That's all I gotta say. Yeah, no apps. they can't get on no apps without seeing nakedness. And I don't like that. I don't know. Do y'all think there should be an age limit on internet? Bucket naked. Bucket naked. I'm sorry. Rest I'll... in peace. All right. Do y'all think it should that. be an age limit on the internet? Cause yes, I don't know. Everything it's it's always been ways to get around and find nasty shit as a kid on the internet. Cause we used to do that shit. But I, I feel like it's getting too much and it's getting too like less regulated especially like on youtube i had this um my godson he's like four years old i don't know what he was watching but i think it was like it was something vulgar like a snake eating a human type thing and you're a four how did that come up on your suggestions i had to physically change it i was like kamari don't watch that like what's going on i mean that's animal planet not animal planet. But I'm, that's just like an example. Like, you know, stuff yeah. that children really shouldn't be watching at a very young age. Like, I don't know. I feel like you- I feel like YouTube is probably the only one that's as regulated as possible. Twitter and in- well, Instagram does a pretty good job cuz you can't yeah. post you can't post no news on Instagram. They take my shit down on my Instagram. I'm weak at you. They going to take that <laughs> shit down quick as fuck, but Twitter Twitter is basically like a whole nother porn site. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean that's that's porn before you get to porn. To yeah, be for real. definitely. And I don't think that 
to be for real, I don't think there's enough out there to where you really can censor the internet from kids. I mean, what are they going to do? Ask you a question? Are you 18, 21? They're yes. going to lie. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, it's really no way you can tiptoe around that. They're still going to find it. Just like we were talking about in our past episode, you know, where you could just hit the previous channel to go back to trick your parents. Like, kids now are just as smart as their parents were holding the same technology as they are. So it's more than enough ways to figure out and find out how to maneuver around things. Yeah, yeah. Especially with technology nowadays, these kids know any and every way to get over on us because I'm not half as smart with the phone as, like, my 11-year-old cousin. Nah. Like, especially, like, with the TikTok thing. Oh, they know all. And that's what I feel so bad for them on TikTok because TikTok started off with when I heard about it, it was just kids on there. Yeah. So now it was a that yet, like Vine. now us, our grown asses on there, we naked as hell and we yeah. doing all naked that on shit. every app. Yeah. yeah. So it's really our fault. Yeah, low we key. It. I remember when young people were complaining Sorry, that older ladies. people were joining TikTok. Like Generation Z was like, ah, here go the millennials trying to do the renegade or something <laughs> like that. Sorry, babies. I was definitely one of them. Yeah, we ruined it for y'all. Yeah, I mean, shit. <laughs> Let us have fun too. Damn. I don't know. It might just be on the responsibility of parents, like, of, you know, advising and yeah, watching if that I, content. Right, because if I had a child right now, you would not be on TikTok. Yeah. Not with these silhouette of titties out here so you can come and bring me. Mama, what's what? this? I don't know. Delete it. Get get off of it. Listen, but it's it's funny that you say that because I feel like that's most parents that know about the stuff. They're going to say, oh, you can't have this app or you can't. But what does that really do? That makes the kid want to get into it or find yeah. out, oh, once their friend has it, oh, can I get your login so I really don't mm-hmm. have mine? You know, so it's, it's ways around it, you know. I guess. Yeah. Especially at school. You don't know what kids do at school, man. Yeah. I was downloading apps and deleting them by the time I got home. That's facts. Uh, that's just, the internet is just such, it's a crazy world. You know what's so crazy to me that like porn has come such a long way because back mm-hmm. in like the 70s and stuff, you used to have to go to like a movie theater to like watch porn. Sort of I didn't know yeah, that. Like, well, they would have like certain hours of where you could go during certain times to watch those kind of films. Then when we were kind of In public? Up, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean like, yeah. Not as heavily broadcasted, but, you know, they'll be like, oh, there goes the perp. You know, it's still going to be frowned upon and looked down upon. But then, you know, when we were kind of coming up, it was more so like the DVDs or, you know, you might watch it on this site, but it might mess up your computer. Viruses. Yeah, you know, viruses or whatever. HBO late at night type thing. And that wasn't even like porn, porn. It was just showing titties. Like, who won that that real shit? But now everybody has a camera phone. So, I mean, yeah. Video phone. Oh, yeah, yeah. Video phone. I can never you. Watch me on your video phone. Oh, your video. All right. You all right. Okay, 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 sorry. Yeah. I'm listening. You didn't mention that phone. she had a Beyonce voice, so she been she been doing that all day. J. J. Yeah, B. <laughs> <laughs> it's your boy, Ho. Oh. Remember that oh. video? Hold on. Y'all remember when folks used to do that shit? It was like, shit, black folks say, or shit, black girls say. Video, it was like shit Beyonce do. She was like, Stapler. Oh, she was thinking of baby names? Stapler. Fireplace. Blue. (laughs) (laughs) That shit was so funny. She was on the phone with Tina. She was like, uh, what was that? Uh, the first clothing line she had? It was at Ivy Park. It Darion. Was, yeah. She's like, my Darion jeans, mama. Where are my Darions? She was like, honey, honey. 
I can see your tracks all, all the way, way from here. But YouTube was a funny place back in the day. Funny as hell. YouTube was so funny. But let's get into our first segment. Ta-ra. We're going to get into the why are people like this? Because why are people like this? People be wilding. So, first one, <laughs> this one had a picture with it. It got Megan on it. It says, Does your mom know you're crying over drug dealers and dudes with three outfits? Oh, not. Three outfits. Three of them. These dudes don't be having more than two pair of jeans now. I was just about the same niggas with like with the same jeans. Three of them. Um, I I can attest (laughs) that I don't got that many jeans, so I be wearing the same ones. But with women, we can wear different trousers. Men don't really, aside from like fashionable people like Dan, men don't really wear trousers (laughs) or like different type of pants other than jeans. Regular niggas wear jeans. Yeah, or friend, joggers. He just wears jeans and joggers. Yeah. Hey, it's time to throw some of them Adidas pants away. Man, they got, they got the little BDB balls on them, y'all. Well, yeah, you can tell yeah, yeah, they didn't yeah. wash them a little bit too much. Too, and with the wrong detergent. Uh, <laughs> y'all need to y'all need to get that um that tide that fresh you know the yeah. one with non fragrance in it that's yeah. the best yeah, for I your skin especially for us ladies mm-hmm. you know because I don't know when I. I used to wash my underwear, specific my underwear and my sheets and my towels. I wash it in the non fragrance um, detergent because yeah. that's the stuff that's like really on my body for real, especially yeah. my towels and my undies. Mm-hmm. So I made sure I wash those separately in its own detergent, so it wouldn't mess up. So I've already I switched to everything now. Everything is fragrance free. Fragrance free. That's what I usually do because you're not supposed to put on like. I mean, it's okay to put on, like, fragrance lotion, but some things you're not supposed to have fragrance on. So, I definitely... I, I don't even do that. Fragrance, fragrance lotion? Mm-mm, unless it's, I like, s- hand lotion. I still use bath and body work on my body sometimes. Sometimes. Mm-hmm. But stop crying over them drug dealers with two outfits. It's 2021. Don't do it. Right. For real. Um, next one. You destroy your own peace confronting everything you peep. Just leave them and let them have it. Mm. Drink of the day is mimosa. I meant to get some out your car before we started this. Dang. Girl, don't be telling everybody that stuff in my car. I'm sorry. Moving on. She ain't going to drive with it. Destroy your own piece. She ain't going (laughs) to. My bad. I was destroying your piece. (laughs) Right. (laughs) My bad. I I don't know. I, I agree. But I feel like as humans, I need, like, I... I should have the opportunity to choose for myself and know everything about what's going on. So I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna snoop. I feel not, like it, not saying I'm not gonna go through nobody's phone, but I, I'm gonna try to peep something. What you think, Dan? Mm-hmm. Nah, all that is insecurity and forms of anxiety. So. Yeah, because it's just like for what? Like it's gonna be what it's gonna be. How you, how is you knowing gonna change the situation? You're just gonna weep and wallow and just complain. You I know? think it depends on the situation because like if. I, if, if, if something that you find out affects how you move forward in the future, I feel like you need to find it out or you was going to be still moving stupid or moving blindly. Yeah. I feel like, see, and that's it's okay to say that, but that's easier said than done because I feel like people love to say that, oh, well, I need to know this, but it's just like, no, you just want to self-sabotage. You just want to put yourself in a position to where people can feel sorry for you or you feel sorry for yourself when you don't really want to seek the real solution. You know, Because what are you going to do? You know, Just like you said, you can move forward, that's not what most people want to do. They, they're they going mm-hmm. to look at this person's page to see if there's significant others there. They're trying to see if these people yeah. are together still. They're, you're just doing stuff to hurt yourself. 
Yeah, you know? yeah. I, I feel that because I notice myself when I'm looking or I may be lurking or whatever I'm doing that it really takes an effect on how I feel throughout that day or throughout that week. So yeah. sometimes when I do peep stuff, I just like, mm, it's peep, but I'm going to move according to whatever I just peeped. And, you know, that other person can figure out what it is and move accordingly to however they, however they want to move accordingly to. Let but. me let me, okay. let me ask you, why does it take to find out that news to start moving like that when you should already be moving, Been moving like, like that? that. Yeah, because that's what my thing is. Like, I'm not going to wait for a situation for me to start moving a certain way. If it is what it is, or if it's not, I should already be grounded yeah. within myself to carry a certain demeanor or how I'm going to move about something. See, that's what, and I said that, I think I said it last episode, I always give people, like, the benefit of the doubt. So even if there, I have that gut intuition, and I'm doing better at listening to my intuition, listening to my gut, and going forward with my gut. Mm-hmm. But sometimes... I'm just uh, I'm just that type of person where I want to give people the benefit of the doubt and I want to think well they wouldn't move that way so let me you know try to give them yeah. another chance or you know blase blase bullshit bullshit mm-hmm. I, I feel like sometimes it's just like a child you gotta feel when the stove is hot and like burn your hand and be like all right well let me back up like for real let me mm. stop that oh that was in psychology well shoot it's it's funny that you say that uh, analogy because for me I can look at fire and tell it is hot I don't have to stick my hand out to tell it is hot so in certain situations. You see things before you have to feel them. So it's like, if I see you moving like that, I'm not going to wait around to be like, dang, well, let me continue doing this or continue being with this person or to find out that, oh, this is going to be a a shortcoming for me in the long run. Yeah. Yeah, It's good that you have that type of up and type of, um, what's the word, that vision when it comes to that. Because I think it just might just be a human thing. Like, we see Mm -hmm. something, we know it's not good for us, but it's just like, uh, we're one in a million. I yeah. can, you know, who who's to say how it'll turn out? And you go toward it, and you be like, damn, I knew that was a bad idea. Why Ooh. ain't I do that shit? Why Ooh. I do that shit? Yeah. Man, but that's so crazy because it's like we're all our own individual people, but I feel like everybody wants to be an exception to the rule all the yeah, time. we do. Like, you know, and I feel like that's, I don't know if that's rather a shortcoming on being human or if we're just too vain when it comes to us in our own lives or too prideful because everybody wants to be that, well, it didn't happen to me like that. Or, I mean, you know, there was only one Jordan. There's only one LeBron. Like, everybody wants to be that one in a million. And I think it's the idea that Mm -hmm. that we can overcome or we can skip a level, per Mm -hmm. se, if you want to say. But in all actuality, you're probably not that good. You probably aren't. That yeah, but people need that, that little one. dream cloud just to live like a, I guess a life without you know what am I trying to say? I don't want to say a life without depression, but like you know they some people need that boast on their shoulders to make them feel good about life, you know. Mm. So yeah, okay. You got any more under that belt? Cause that was a good one. Um, uh, let me see. This one's more so of a question rather than a statement. So if you suddenly became a millionaire, do you feel you have to take care of your whole family? Pound respectfully. This came from Justin LeBoy. When you say respectfully, I repeat that. Yeah. No. <laughs> but no. No. Not at all. I think we can ag- agree as a collective. Like, no. Yeah. Explain. What is your reason? Well, because just because you family doesn't mean I owe you anything, especially if, like, say, for instance, we was all broke and on the same level. If you really not doing anything for me while we on the same level, why should I do anything for you when I come up a level above you? That doesn't, what? I don't I don't owe you anything. Especially, I don't know. I feel like it's just a humanistic thing. Like, if you, 
if you a good person before the fame, then yeah, I'm gonna break you off with something. But like, all of my family don't do everything for me. Some of my family don't do nothing for me. So why should I feel obligated to do something just because I got a little bit more money in my pocket? Like, nah. Nah, that's facts. Like, you wasn't shooting with me in, my, in the gym. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nigga, you wasn't with me shooting in the gym. <laughs> that's that Rick Ross. Ross song. Yeah. That was Rick Ross and Rocco? Scheming. Yeah. But it's like, I, um, I think. Hey, let me, let me, uh, it was like I was saying, it's almost like when you really need family, they're not really there for you. You know, they claim to be there and, you know, oh, I've always been praying for you, this and that. But it's just like, well, what more than those prayers have you done for me? What have you done to support me financially? And especially since this is a financial question, you know, not to say, well, you did this, this, this. So let me give you this back. But it's like, well, I know when I went to college, I didn't get much of anything from my family members outside of my mom and dad. You know, oh, I'm proud of you, nephew, da, da, da. That was real short. You know, mm-hmm. when you come out was the question that I used to hear the most. You know, mm-hmm. when, when you going to be done? Well, you know, I probably finished a little faster if you would help help pay for some of these classes, you know. Mm-hmm. But it, it, I'm, hey, I'm just saying That's it like really. it is. Yeah. yeah, and it seems like everybody wants to be on your side when you're at the finish line. You know, once you have something, that's when people start coming around more when they shouldn't be. You know, people should be around you in order to build or to acquire that money, whether, you know, you win in the lottery, you work for it, whatever. But everybody wants to, well, can you help me? when they're all of a sudden helpless, when they should have been helping themselves or helping you to contribute all along. So, nah, no. Spot on. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Not the lip gloss. Spot on. Yeah. Preach, preaching. I definitely agree. Um, last one before we get in. Oh, yeah, yeah. Definitely agree. <laughs> yeah, if you if you wasn't shooting with me in the gym, you ain't getting no money out of me. I already done told all my friends and my family members also that know whoever was there with me before the money comes, or before the money came, before it got there, you know, everybody's going to reap the benefits. All my folks going to eat. Everybody eat bread. So mm-hmm. No rich kids. No rich kids. So that's as simple as that. So lastly, before we get into our main topic, our last why are people like this, stop asking people for skincare routines and just change your pillowcase. Now. <laughs> and no sheets. And your sheets. That's as simple as that. Mm-hmm. Or that rag. Mm-hmm. Stop using the same rag for and your rags. more than two days. Yeah. Just last. I do mine like every three days. But still, I mean, that's cool in that range, but people be using <laughs> that shit for like a week. That's nasty. Yeah. No. I have a rag for like, I have a rag and then I have a loofah. Ooh, mm-hmm. yeah. My loofah is for my body, you know, just for my body. My body. And my rag is for, you know, my parts. <laughs> <laughs> but you also have to have a third. I have a third rag, the face rag. That's that's not in the shower. Oh really? Yeah. I do my they say face. It's, nah, they say it's bad to wash your for face. For wash in your shower. face. Mm-hmm. I don't do my face routine in the shower. But when I'm in the shower, I like like when I have all that hot steam. I like to get the rag and kind of open up my pores. That way, when I'm out the shower, I get a different rag and do my face routine. Mm. Makes sense, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, it does. I mean, I've heard that it doesn't. It's not good for you to wash your face because I used to wash my face in the shower. Like I'll put my Noxzema on and I'll get in the shower and I'll just wash it off. Then somebody said that it wasn't good because of the steam. Oh, I thought the steam would help like open up the pores, but I guess nah. if you mix it with other products, Mm-mm. I just do water in the steam and shower. It's really best for you to wash your face with cold, cold water. water. Yeah, go see it. I thought you hold on. I need to get some advice because I thought the cold water was just to seal it. Because you know, it's kind of like with hair, you use hot water at first to open up your pores, but at the last step of your hair thing, you use cold water to seal it in. Mm-hmm. So I thought it was the same thing with skin, no? 
I, I mean, say people should go see a dermatologist first to figure out, to figure yeah. out what okay. works best for your skin. Okay, yeah. I will. I never really had never that been. much. I never had that many problems with my skin where I had to visit a dermatologist. But I learned from Pharrell, yo, yo man, that's my man, that cold he washes his face with cold water, he does. and that's, that's all, all he, he used. Yeah, so I that's all I use is cold water. He lying, but you know. I mean, and, and you see how he he came out with a skincare routine. Yeah, I'm did. like, yo, your skincare routine was water. Why you why right. you making us pay for products? Yeah, Bay, Bay, talk it. to your man, please. Uh, look, I'm gonna call him after the show because he he's is tripping. Wild. and tell him to send me fifty thousand dollars too. I, I will. Thank you. Trust because I'm friends. We with getting you. some money out of him. Period. But anywho, moving <laughs> forward. Was that the last one you had? Yeah, that was the last one I had. I had a few others, I like but I didn't want us to stay into that too long. But let's questions. let's move forward into our main topic. So we just talked about, you know, how, you know, how you shouldn't, you know, if you peep something, you shouldn't, you know, really dwell on it. And you know how family members be looking for that money once you know got up. So our topic for today is, and shout out to Dan for coming out with this. This name, phrase, yeah, yeah. And the new levels, new devils. So yeah. this is basically we're just gonna be talking about all you know progression and how it's okay and it should be normalized to cut folks off mm-hmm. if needed if they are not beneficial to you. Okay, Less so to it. The very first one is you know just the difference between associates and friends. So what are you all's definition of an associate versus a friend? I feel like we all probably have the same type of definition, honestly. Honestly, yeah, because we, we're all pretty good with like, having two, well, not calling too many people friends. Yeah. Because that's a, it's a valuable term. Because um, I feel like associates are people that you know you really can't trust like that, and you just like throw on like a high and by basis. But mm-hmm. a friend is somebody you can actually put your trust in. Um, even though there are different friends for different things, I feel like you should always be able to trust all of your friends. Facts. Um, so, yeah, it's just my little vague definition. You kind of mm. agree, Dan? Yeah, I kind of agree. I feel like with associates, it's more like a, a face value. Like, I know who you are. I might know your first and last name, but that doesn't mean I'm going to invite you to go out to eat with me. I'm going to, mm-hmm. you know, bring you to my house. You know, not all company is good company. But as far as, like, friends, I feel like you have to internally know what your friend is capable of to have a certain relationship with them. You know, you can't trust, just because you're, they're your friend doesn't mean you can trust them with every kind of information. Yeah. You know, you can trust them with certain things, but I know there are certain friends that I have that their lips are a little looser than others, so it would be of my best interest if I kept some certain things to myself versus just, you know, going off and telling them whatever just because they're my so-called friend. Because, you know, some people can comfort you, yeah. but just because they're a good comforter doesn't mean that they're all around solid. Agreed. So. I like I like both of you all statements. For me, an associate is basically somebody, you know, like Dan said, it's like face value. I know who you are. I may know your first and last name, but that don't mean I'm inviting you to my house. I'm inviting you to brunch or, you know, a wedding or something like that. Yeah. It's just something, you know, I know you, I know of you, and I may know something that you are associated with and that you do. But friends, yeah. for, and for me, friends really mean something deep to me because I'm an only child. So my friends are essentially my family. So, and my mom will say it to this day. She's always said it. She was like, you you know you sure do stick up for your friends. You know, I'm like, yeah, because they're my brothers and sisters. I don't got nobody else at the house besides you and daddy. So <laughs> I need somebody to believe in. Yeah, not, not even somebody to believe in, like somebody that you know you can go to besides mom and dad, you know, because mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't have any siblings. So if I, if 
felt like I couldn't go to my mom and dad and talk about something, I can go to my best friend or I can go to my boy best friend and be like, okay, this is going on right now. So uh, what do I do? Just, you yeah. know, you know, give me some type of comfort because I, I trust them. So yeah. the speaking, the speaking of trust, I'm sorry, I cut you off. No, no. Okay, so speak. Let me ask y'all. So speaking of trust, I know you said you can't trust. Well, I agree with that too. You can't trust. You have to trust different friends for different things because some of them are sealed. So outside of them, of you trusting them with your business, do you think it's essential to always have like some type of trust in your friend, even if it isn't like trust with sharing information, but like trust like with your life? Like, do you trust like they'll? take a bullet for you or something like that or oh, shit. or do you you know that's just a, that's an extreme example but do y'all believe it has to be a level of trust in every type of relationship friendship parent romantic all of that yeah 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 because i mean i would i'm i'm, I'm gonna use it, you as an example mm -hmm. if we were somewhere out here in these streets and some females came up on me and you and they talking about jumping. I would trust that you was ready to fight and we going to fight together type shit, you I know? Will. So it's like, you know, and say if something was to happen and, you know, or if I was sick and my mom and my dad was the only people that could take care of me, I would trust for them to go and take, you know, be there to take care of me. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I feel like if if there's any type of ship behind it, if it's just a show shit, then I don't have no type of, you know, loyalty or any type of expectation from you. Yeah. But if it's a relationship where I know it's significant, like if it's a friendship, my mom, my dad, a boyfriend, girlfriend, wife, husband, whatever, I, I, I would, I'm gonna have that type of trust in you because I done gave you that role. For sure. If you yeah. don't have, if, if, I, if you have that role in my life, then I expect for you to do certain things yeah. and I should, I have that trust in you, I have that type of comfort. I like that answer. Yeah. That's, I agree. That's very solid. I feel mm -hmm. like with me, it just comes with, like, the weight. Like, I'm, I know that you use the analogy of, like, you know, being in a fight. But also, like, if you're my friend, I should be able to be comfortable if I stay the night at your place. You won't go through my wallet. Or yeah. if I drop some money yeah. on the floor, you're going to tap me on the shoulder and say, hey, bro, hey. You, you, you dropped this. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's just certain things that you don't think about on an everyday, you know, scenario that might still incorporate, is this person really a good person? Can I really consider them my friend? You know, if I lose something, will they tell me? If something were to happen to me, would they really care or would they just talk to me to pass time by yeah. to tell it on to somebody else for a comedic relief or something like that? And yeah. then with associates, you have to be careful with associates as well because sometimes associates are in a position to where they can be um, more vulnerable than an actual friendship, you know, because with, let's say, a lot of times with our jobs, you know, mm -hmm. we consider those people our associates more so than our friends because, you know, it's a certain level of professionalism that you have to keep with them. But if you're running a little bit late and, you know, do you know if they will cover for you? Do you know if they'll yeah. just be type, nah, they at Chick-fil-A right now and sell you out, you know, whatever the case may be. So it's, it's kind of... a you know, it's interesting with those two. So that kind of leads me into boundaries. Like, what boundaries do you all set between associates and friends? Like, do you set boundaries with your friends? Oh, yeah, for sure. What What are those? I feel like you have to establish boundaries. Okay, let me try to think of my personal boundaries with my friends. So as far as boundaries, do you go deeper on what you mean by boundaries? I mean... I know what boundaries are, but like... I mean, boundaries, <laughs> boundaries, like certain things, say, for instance, mm, 
I'll tell you. I can tell you straight yeah, up. Yeah, you okay. go first. Let I know me. with like having girls that are my friends a lot okay. of times. Okay, I was just know, about to go that way. Yeah, okay. it's a certain like level of trust that they would have to have in me, and it's also boundaries. Like I'm gonna be for real with y'all. I don't, you know, outside of ties for real. I don't let girls call me their brother or stuff like that. Cause mm-hmm. no, like I know what brothers and sisters be doing. Not in not blood brothers and sisters. I would hope not. But how but, people use yeah, the term. brother. And it's just like you're not gonna do me like that. Just tell me you you want a piece. You know, like but I'm not okay. gonna give it to you. But by calling me yo bro, like you know, oh bro, 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 like no, that that puts you in a position to where they feel like I have this special level of secret in intimacy or I'm mm-hmm. chasing after something. You know, like also like how girls hold a lot of dudes in the friend zone position too. You know, they're only in that friend zone position until something, you know, falls off a lot of times and then okay, that they know that he's in the back corner. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. mm-hmm. to be for real, not to go off topic, but just run a spiller real quick. A lot of times a lot of girls don't cheat. That's facts. I I feel like men do cheat more than women, but girls know who's next. You know what I'm saying? Facts. They know they know who's that, next. You just said it perfectly. Yeah, yeah. like <laughs> stop playing. Like, sh- okay, bro might cheat, but he don't really care about that girl. But let let's say if y'all fall out, you know what ten dudes done been in your DM, and you know which one you kind of think is kind of cute or got a new car. And you the might, one, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. you the know one which, that you can kind of pull on. Right. You know, you know, just to see. yeah, with women, you know what friend zone guy is kind of been trying you on the slight. But, you know, if he get a haircut, he catch you on a good night, you know, the the, the tensions is high, you know, he, you yeah. might just let him. And it, I feel like that's all boundaries. I don't have that with none of my girlfriends. You know, like, we ain't finna play around. We ain't going to do that. If you want me, you got to tell me that. I mean, I got a girl, but still, you know, like, it, it that's, that's one of the things, too. And that's something also, like, with having a girl, you know, how comfortable is your significant other with you, your friend boundaries? You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. I have to tell my friends, like I can't be talking all kind of times at the night. It's certain times you can't you can't hit myself on. I'm sorry. Yeah. If you gotta wait till the next day, that's what it is. And I feel like that's certain boundaries that sometimes you don't have to verbalize them, but you know, some things are just known. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I feel like every when we have boundaries, we don't say, Okay, you're my friend, so you can't do this. Just, that, that hardly ever happens. But it's certain things that how you carry yourself, right. you'll know whether you can try a person or not. You know, yeah. like, I ain't dumb. Like, I know what girls be looking at me kind of funny or whatnot. And I know, like, if I wanted to try that, it's not hard because their boundary level is low. Mm-hmm. But then you have those those certain women, sh- she carry herself great, bro. Her demeanor is high. Like, bro, you can't just come step into her any kind of way. And you're not just going to try nothing like that. And I feel like that's like something that we all have to take accountability ourselves on, too, as well. How how do we set our boundary lines for others? Amen. Thanks. I like that. Amen. I think that's the reason why I have a hard time thinking about what boundaries I have for my friends. Because you don't go up to your friends and be like, hey, you're my friend now, so you can't do this, this, and that. Just like what you just said. I feel like with all my friends, we, I don't know, they, they gravitate perfectly with like they align perfectly with my energy i've never had a problem with any of the people that i consider friends overstepping boundaries so i think that's why i don't really know what my boundaries are because none of them ever tried it like that yeah like i've never had to be like hey you know i'm not really feeling that can you not do that next time i've never had to do that with any of my friends now that i'm thinking about it i've had to it's it's been times where i've had to tell my friends like i didn't like this you know if if you know, if we're going to go through this or if this is going to be something that's going to continue to continuously happen, we need to set the type of boundaries or the expectations on on both ends on how because 
me, I react. I feel my feelings. So if something happens and I don't like it and I'm just like, yeah, you're gonna know. As like, you should. I'm gonna tell you. Yeah. I'm gonna tell you. So it's I. I've definitely and I have. I've had to get better because there are certain friends that I let those boundaries just. You know, I. You know, I don't really set them up there as an. I guess you can say a high standard, or I don't really consider them important for those type of friends because I might be trying to tiptoe around their feelings, and then mm. I'll forget about my mm. own feelings. So, you know, you just have to, and I learned this year, just even with just friends, any type of relationship, mm-hmm. you got to set that to let them know, like, hey, this is my life. This is going to happen. And this, if you act like this towards me, this is how I'm going to react. And this is how we need to move forward. I feel yeah. like the only time I've intentionally set boundaries is in, like, a romantic setting. I don't know, sitting down with a person like, hey, so, you know, I don't like this. And if we going to work, I'm going to need you to, like, we're going to have to. Co coexist. I don't know. I'm saying it wrong, but yeah, no, romantic yeah, relationship is the only time I've really verbally set boundaries with somebody. Mm. So um, I guess that re- leads on to the next question. So how can you guys tell when you've outgrown someone? Wow. Or when you've outgrown, you know, y'all outgrown each other. You know, it's been, for example, this has been a friend that you've been friends with for years, and then you mm-hmm. get to a point where you're just like, you know, we're not on the same wavelength, yeah. we're not on the same path, and then you're just like, hey, I think it's that time that we grow up and just move Separate. on from each other. I feel like one of the tell tell all signs is like if you're forcing it. So if you're forcing conversation or like they're not hitting you up all the time, you're the one hitting them first or like you're the one saying, hey, let's go out to dinner. Like, hey, let's do that. If you're forcing it, I think that's a sign that y'all are like not in the same headspace and maybe y'all should have a conversation. Like, are you going through something personally or, you know, maybe our energies are just different now. But mm, what's something you think? That's really the only thing. That's one. That's something that's similar to me too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Once you feel like you're forcing, I feel like that works with romantic and friendships. If you feel like you're forcing stuff, then mm -mm, yeah, cut it off. Mm -hmm. I feel like uh, a good deal of it is knowing yourself and knowing what you truly want and desire out of things. Because when you know what you want out of things, you know what you want out of people. And I feel like something that they don't teach you in school is you can't take everybody with you. You know, Facts. as you go up, the load gets hair heavier. You know, as you go up in elevation, as your altitude increases in life, you know, there, like we say, it's new levels, new devils. Like, all of those things are different. Who was my best friend in pre-K might not be on what I'm on now. So mm-hmm. what purpose would they serve me in this new era of my life, vice versa, you know? And I feel like it's a painful thing to go through it because sometimes those friendships that have been so important to us and that we had for so long that we have to cut off, it's like, it could be like a heartache. It can be like breaking up. It's like, dang, you know, but... It's definitely worse than a breakup. I feel like losing a friend. Yeah. Yeah. That's like losing family low-key. Right. Mm -hmm. No, seriously. And I mean, it it hurts, but it's going to hurt you more later on carrying that person and then trying to complete or do the task that you yourself are meant to do and so I feel like it's one of those things that you got to know yourself Mm -hmm. because when you know yourself or at least try to get to you know yourself that intuition will tell you and it's just like how open are you to listening to that intuition because it's not going to take me calling you 10 times and you canceling on me every time at the last minute to know okay you really don't want to kick it with me like that you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It shouldn't take. People like to make it seem like it's a big deal, but it's not. Like we we outgrow clothes, we outgrow things that we used to like, music. So Shoes. friends are just another thing that's on the list. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. It's okay. 
It's just, I feel like that's real bad because I remember I had a time where I thought I was about to lose a friend and it felt like a literal breakup. Like, it felt like death. Yeah. Yeah. So, and because like I said, my friends are basically my family. Like, those are my brothers and my sisters. So, if any of them, if I were to fall out with any of them, it would feel like... Oh, my world is coming to an end mm-hmm. because those are my that's family. So it's definitely I feel like that just ties back out back like what you said, Dan. Just DJ, excuse me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. um, knowing your boundaries and knowing yourself as well because you know what you can tolerate. So yeah. if you reach the point where you're at that breaking point, you like I can't do this no more. Listen to yourself. Listen to yeah. yourself. Listen to that good and move forward with it. So yeah. it's hard. Oh shoot, not the mimosa. Oh. <laughs> what little one said? My lean. Oh, no. <laughs> mm-hmm. Not the lean. We don't do that. But. but I definitely agree with what you said. Like, it's okay to grow and move on from people. Like, we all grow everything in life. So I feel like, you know, everybody's not the same person that they were two weeks ago. Right. So it's, it's okay. That's just a part of being grown. Mm-hmm. Actually accepting mm-hmm. that and, you know, knowing that everybody is only in your life for a season and not in your life forever. Right. And once I realized that, I was okay with not losing friend, what well, like letting friendships go because some people are in your life for a season and sometimes that rockiness comes in when you try to hold on to them longer than they should be in your life. Right. And I was doing that and I was like, this is so hard. Let me just stop being friends with them. And ever since I started doing that, I feel way better. Mm-hmm. You know, that's I, just a grown thing. I feel like another um, area that we don't talk about with friendships a lot of times is location. I feel like location also plays a big deal into what we call friends because, okay, like for instance, school, you're most likely are going to form friendships with the people around you, yeah. not because they're great people, but because you all go to the same school, mm-hmm. you know, like, so if you're in an area where the the vibrations are low, you know, it's not so many people trying to better themselves, you're going to make, you're, you're going to find friends that are on that same frequency, yeah. you know, if you go to a select school, you're going to find your friends there, and if that school isn't you know, well off or, you know, doesn't have a good student population, you're going to find yourself friends with a lot of people who probably aren't really good people. So location definitely plays a part into it as well. So this kind of goes into the next question. What are some green or red flags that points to a toxic or healthy relationship? And I found a article off HuffPost that has the 11 signs of a genuine friendship. You better go facts. So I'm going <laughs> to, yes, go. you know. Cons- fact check. Um, my daddy even mentioned it, you know. Um, I mentioned it on um, a show that I was talking about. Uh, I was on the other day, you know, my show that I do on the weekends. At the- Shout out to Terrence. She on the radio, y'all. Yeah, it's online radio. But- Don't downplay yourself. It's still radio. She on the radio. Okay. Anywho, um, I said the other day that my two words of the year is consistently persistent. And I, that's really a phrase, so I really want to put that on a T-shirt. Hey, we can sell that. Consistently persistent, because it can go both ways. Consistently persistent, persistent, consistently. So, you know, anywho, um, my point is, uh-huh. when we're talking about things, I want to make sure that, we you know, we have those facts and we have something that's, um, you know, backing us up, just so it won't just feel like we're just talking. So right. I try to find some credible sites. So like HuffPost is credible enough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So um, one of the 11 qualities is they push us to be more accepting of ourselves. You know, one of our greatest faults can be our own self-criticism and anybody else's criticism because everybody a fucking critic. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's great to know that when you have those friends on your side that know that they're pushing you to do best, you know, accountability partners like, Mm -hmm. hey, bro, you need to get this. You need to get on this. You need to do this, blah, 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 blah. You know, it may feel like they're pressing you or they're nagging you, but really they they just want to see the best out of you. 
Um, one of them is they call us out when we're in the wrong. And I feel like that one is one of the things that really fuck up friendships because some people, just depending on relation um, personalities, mm-hmm. they do not want to hear when they're wrong or yeah. when you calling them out on what they did wrong. So, you know, somebody always wants that yes man on their back corner, but sometimes you need somebody to be like, that. you need somebody to be on the back corner and be like, nah, dude, you, you was wrong. And I understand why you was thought you were right, but yeah. that's not the case. Mm-hmm. Number three, they're present, um, meaning that they give full attention and awareness to anything that's going on in your life. Um, number four, they really listen. Number five, they support us through adversity. Um, you know, just basically pr- providing support during, you know, any times of success or grief or failures. Um, they keep our stress in check. Um, I think I'm good at that when it comes to yeah 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 you do that with me I try I appreciate to it. I try to make sure that my because I know everybody all my friends can get stressed out pretty well so I try to keep them their like, stress calm in check down. they keep us humble they have our backs when life gets tricky they make the friendship a priority and that one was kind of you know weird to me the priority one yeah why they practice forgetting because i don't know i guess but i guess if you don't consider a friendship a priority then i guess it's not really considered a friendship at that time because yeah mm, yeah because it, it depends on the level of priority like and priority doesn't have to be so heavy as we make it seem yeah and yeah. i think that's why i was like because mm, my our friends it could be a priority but like I, I know I know you the type of friend like I could text you every two weeks and we still gonna be the same amount of good type thing so mm-hmm. that can kind of come off as like I don't prioritize our friendship because I don't talk to you all the time but I guess it depends on the level of friendship yeah that's why I was like mm, I guess I, for that one number nine it's like a teach their own type of thing oh okay um, number ten they practice forgiveness and eleven they make us want to be better people so that's just something that you know the Huff Post had so I was wondering what you guys thought. What are your own personal green or red flags that um, point you to a toxic or healthy relationship? And it can be friendship or, um, you know, familial, romantic. Familial. Yeah, you like that word, don't I you? I do. Familial. You get that from T.I.? No, that's just a regular word. I ain't never heard that Yeah, one. Mr. Clifford Harris, he out there using vehemently. I saved that one in my phone earlier. Mm-hmm. He crazy. I'm trying yeah, to think some red and green flag. You named a lot of good green flags. You I'll, got say, any red I'll say red flags. You got to be careful for people who are always talking about people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, because um, let's be real. Yeah. I mean, and I hate that y'all are both girls, and I got to point this out, but I feel like Go with ahead. girls, girls always talk shit about their friends. But, um, that's just the truth. Like, y'all can disagree with me, but it's – Every Don't girl, listen, listen, hold up. Let me finish. Girl. Let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. I feel like it might not be the worst thing, but all girls talk about their friends, you know? And it's just like, it'll, let's say if it's a group of four girls, at some point, all of those girls are going to at least talk about one of the girls in the group. It goes like that. You can't tell me it doesn't. Like, you know what I'm saying? Even they could be the best of friends. You can, It doesn't have to be on a major scale. He's right. Like, yeah. Like, I'm I know. To think about I, it. I'm it telling you. my life. Listen, I know like, us having a conversation, you talk okay, about Okay, yeah. We, so we it's it. just like yeah. one of those, yeah, you do. Like, and it's nothing bad, but it's just like, well, I'm not saying it's nothing bad, but it's one of those things you just have to kind of know the weight with that because mm-hmm. everybody's going to talk about people let's be real i know some of my best friends they talk about me but how hard are they talking about me yeah. also is important too because I, I know i'm not perfect i don't do everything right i know i have my flukes here and there so is right. it'll be up for conversation or you know debate at some point 
but I feel like a red flag is when you're around somebody who's always talking about somebody. Who's always, always gossiping. Yeah, who always knows somebody's business, but then it's like, okay, but when yours pops off, you know, you don't want nobody mm-hmm. saying nothing. Hmm. So that's a heavy hand to dish. Bitch, I'm glad I ain't got no friends that gossip. My, all my friends talk about substance. Okay, we don't talk about people that gossip, you know? Yeah, if anything, you know, we talking about how we want our friends to do better. We want them to, you know, do this, that's do that. The ty- that's the first thing I thought about. Like, when I'm talking, when I'm quote-unquote talking shit about another friend, it's, I'm, like, for instance, I might be venting to Taryn, like, oh, uh, homegirl just hit me up again, like, about this dude. I just really wish she would, you know, get away from him. She deserves so much better. Like, she always got these ain't shit niggas. It'd yeah. be that type of talk it's, shit. It's never mm-hmm. no spiteful shit yeah. or nothing mm-hmm. like that, you But know? that's that's also, it's funny that you brought that up because that's also a red flag for me is people always constantly coming to me to vent or, like, for advice, but them never taking it. Mm-hmm. And to mm-hmm. me, I feel like that's offensive because okay, you're seeking my outlook on a situation and I'm telling it to you. You know, as my friend, I'm going to give you it. You know, I'm going to tell you how I really feel about it because if you're seeking a solution, I'm going to give you what I feel is the best answer. But when you deliberately and constantly ask me for something and it's always something different or you just do the opposite, that's offensive. And that really tells me you don't value my opinion deep Mm -hmm. down and you're just looking to me as like a quick jump off on conversation. Yeah. I agree. I, I, I feel that. I feel like in some cases, um, I've learned that, especially when it comes to relationships, I learned that there are some things that just I need to keep to myself and my friends just don't need to know because mm-hmm. they say it all the time, like, you'll forgive them, but your friends... We gonna hold that to the death. To the death, so... If you and that nigga. <laughs> right, Good so man. it's just... Mm, and I, I just lost my train of thought, but basically, I just... I, I choose wisely when I come to my friends and talk to them about certain situations. And most of the time when I am speaking to them about it, it's something that I've already done. So it's more so like, you think I did this right? Well, I did it already, girl, so shit. <laughs> it don't matter what you think. <laughs> right, it don't matter what you think. I did it already. So it's it's something like that. So I think that's not – people coming – my friends coming to me and venting or whatever, that's not really a red flag to me. A red flag for me would be if – um, I've told my friend that I felt some type of way about how they go about certain things and they continue to do the same thing and I've expressed to them how I feel about it, then that's something that is a red a red flag to me. Like I have to, especially if I've addressed it copious amount of time. Yeah. yeah. Not just with friendship, but relationships too. Yeah. That's or or with your relationship with your parents. Yeah. Something like that. People not respecting your boundaries. Yeah. Boundaries. Mm-hmm. Boundaries. 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 I'm trying to think of any other red flags, but that was really the m- most important ones to me. Like, if you always talking shit around me, or if you ask me for advice, but you just going to do what you want anyway, those are really the main two. Well, Psychology Today had some red flags. It has 13 red flags of potentially toxic friendships. Ooh, throw some out there. Yes, so I'll, go, I'll give a few. So one of them was you realize that hanging out with a particular friend leaves you feeling worse, not better, after your time together. Um, two, you realize that you've begun to try to find reasons to avoid spending time with a friend or when wanting to cancel plans. Your friend only seems to like you or want to spend time with you when he or she needs something from you. Your friend tries to isolate you from other relationships in your life, perhaps by bad-mouthing romantic partners or other friends. You find yourself trying to make excuses for your friends. So they, they have a lot, which I, none that I can relate to, but I can definitely see how those can be, you know, some red flags. 
especially while friendships are based on social exchange, it says red flag friends typically draw more resources from the friendship bank than they ever put into it. Mm -hmm. Just like taking and never Mm receiving. Dang. Have y'all right. take, take it and never take it? You take but you don't receive, or you receive but you don't take. That's what it is. Is that still right? I don't think that's what I was trying to receive. say. Trying to say? Wait. They take but they never give. 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 Yeah. Okay. I'm like right. take and receive is the same thing. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. I really like the one that you said about um, they only come to you when they need something. Mm-hmm. I got a couple friends like that, and yeah. I didn't. I didn't just really recently start peeping like, dang, they don't ever really want to hit me up to check on like my mental health, ask me how my mom doing, but they only need something media related or like my advice when it comes to like their podcast or like mm-hmm. something like that. Mm-hmm. That's a big red flag. Mm, you just open my eye. Now I got to go home and cut you off. Sis. Another big one, and I think it's pretty common, is friends who view you as competition. Yeah. Mm. But honestly, that can be healthy sometimes. Let me explain. Competition is the best and to better somebody. I don't mean like every time, I don't mean one-upping someone. I don't mean that, but if I'm making A's and you're a C student, me telling you I make A's should inspire, if you really care about what I got on and you wanna be around me, it should inspire you to wanna do better. You know, that's competition, that's a form of competition. Hey, like I'm doing this for in my life. You know, not to say that you can't, Mm -hmm. but you should wanna better yourself. And honestly, competition is bettering, so you should always be in a position to where you wanna be around you know, not people better, but if I'm the smartest person in the room, that's serving me no purpose. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So it's just like that. So people look at competition like it's so bad all the time. And I hate that because I'm a competitive person, but like even in friendships, like, no, bro, I'm not saying if I get a new car, you go get you a new car. That's not what I mean. But yeah. I'm, I'm saying if, shoot, if I'm, I'm out here doing good, I'm doing trying to serve my community, da da da, what you doing? You just playing Fortnite? You just playing Call of Duty? I should, that should be a challenge for you to be yeah. like, you know yeah. what? Let me better myself. Let me see how I can advance myself. So I, I would say that's a that's an iffy right there with me. Personally. Yeah, I mean, it says on here, um, friends who view you as competition in any activity, maybe future toxic, toxic friends, depending on how far they push their competitive spirit. Right. Yeah, it's a it's a person thing because they can really turn into a hater real quick if they're not right within themselves. Mm-hmm. Like, Y'all seen that video of that girl? It was um all um I wanna I wanna say it right. Just guess. Muslim. Yeah, Muslims. Yeah. Well, they were all, it was it was like six girls, maybe five, and they were all in a circle and they was recording a video and one of the girls snatched the other girl eyelash off. Like casually, or like they were all happy and stuff? They and were all, they were all, you know, together listening to a song and one of the girls had the other girl's um, hand over her shoulder and then she just said, shh, took the girl eyelash off and the girl stormed off. But the girl that snatched the eyelash off, she yeah. was laughing and everybody on Twitter was like, hater. Hey. Did hated, she have on eyelashes? Hating at its prime. Nobody had on lashes besides her. Oh, yeah. She was hated. Yeah. Why'd she do that? She thought it was funny, too. She did. She was laughing. And I was like, damn. That's crazy oh, because I feel like people got to be better at... <laughs> what was that? I was just... People I was, just got to be better. No, for real. For real. Like, <laughs> you look like I, imagination. I mean, no, no. <laughs> you feel me? But... To be for real, people got to be better at scoping out the scene. And I feel like, okay, I'm a man, so I know they're just like, well, y'all are women. So it's a lot of things that y'all are more open and t- open to 
that I don't even think about. Like, you know, at nighttime, walking by yourself, you, you, you thinking about that stuff. But as yeah. a man, like, I'm scoping situations. You know, like, I'm not to say I can't never chill in the room, but I don't even like to sit in a restaurant with my back without seeing the exit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I feel like, why in friendships do we automatically get this level of comfort? Like, ain't nobody gunning for that top spot. or You know, like, let's be real. You know you're more shittier friends. Excuse my French. But you know the friends that aren't the best. You know the friends that low-key have some towards it some form of animosity towards you so why does that always seem to creep up on us because i feel like jesus knew judas was judas before judas did what he did so i i'm gonna be for real with y'all like i know who my judases are so but i have to know how to handle it and maintain if something like that were to happen to me it wouldn't shock me as a surprise i'm not to say that i got you got to cut all of them off because sometimes you got to use people for their resources just like they'll use you for yours you know, it's just like a what's that relationship um, in the ocean? You know, with the whale fish and the fish that eats that versus it being parasitic. It's like you're helping me with some point, and I'm helping myself with some point. It doesn't mean that we all the way around gravy, but there are some friendships that you need like that too. You can't just cut them off because in one area they're not solid. So it's it, I might need you for something down the road. So I'm keeping you in my back pocket on that. Like yeah. I be I, I have friends that are like that. You know, I'm not going to call you and come kick it to the cookout, but look, you have this, this, and this, and I know you need this, this, this from me. How can we make it work? And to me, it's just like, that's like a transaction. You know, it's not to say that, oh, that's wrong, no, 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 because no, when you go buy a car, they do that same thing. They know you want the car, and they know that they want that sale. So, you know, somebody's going to get the better of somebody, because relationships are never 50-50. You know, we, we have this imaginary thing of, oh, well, I do this for this person. No, it's never going to be 50-50. So, you know. If they're a Judas, that's when they automatically turn to an associate, though. So I can see you putting right. them in their back pocket for later, but mm-hmm. I would not still consider them like a friend. They would yeah. just be an associate. Mm-hmm. At that point. Mm-mm. So that leads us to our big question of the day. Mm-hmm. Do you think trust or and or comfort is a necessity in a friendship? Necessity. I like the yes. word. Yeah. Yes. 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 We all agree? Yeah, we all yes. agree. Yes. Yes. Like, you yes. know, I just had to put that out there for the people that didn't think that it was a necessity. But I digress. Um, hey, I got a question. I got a question for y'all. Huh? What do it mean when girls put you in their close friends? So let me let me let me discuss this because I had somebody the other day that thought that when I added them into my close friends, they thought they was gonna see booty cheeks and titties yeah, or something. I was about to say, let's go into how different females use their close friends. There okay. are the, there are those females out there that they put you know they they nastiness and whatever they want on their close friends. Now I ain't gonna lie to you, I made a little twerk a little something something on my close friends, but you not. No booty showing no titties. No booty cheeks, no titties, no no twat, none of that. So, you know, it just depends on the female. There are some and I feel like dudes should know what female is going to be having that shit on their close friend yeah. and which not. Because I don't act no different from how I act on my per- on my open page than my close friends. Like I still act a fool on the open and I act a fool on my close friends. So it's just more foolishness. Like I might I be say, I, I might be on my close friends with my wig off. Yeah, that's what I really use close friends for. Like, 
comfort. All the, all the, yeah, more <laughs> comfort. I feel more comfortable in a close friend. So if I add you to my close friends, it just means you cool and I think you funny. Yeah. I only got funny people in my and close I, And I feel like you're not going to judge me if I'm on there with my wig off or something. And if mm-hmm. I wanted to post a little twerk video or whatever, you'd be like, ooh, yeah, shake that ass, girl. And then you move on. You know, yeah. but some some females out there, you know, they be, you know, posting. Titty Tuesday. Yeah, Titty Tuesday, ass everywhere. You WAP know. Wednesday. Yeah, all that, but not not I. Mm-hmm. You got to catch me on my Finsta for that. <laughs> <laughs> wrap it up. <laughs> wrap it up, then. Okay, so let's go ahead and wrap it up. The fishbowl segment, why you mad, why you glad. I'll start off. Yeah. I'm mad because... Popeyes don't sell um, green beans and dirty rice no more. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, Nia. Yeah. They don't sell green beans and dirty rice no more. It is off the menu. So that's what I'm mad about today. I'm glad because I'm alive and I'm well and I'm blessed and highly favored. But I am mad that ain't no green beans and no dirty rice. Because I went to Popeyes the other day and I had got me the little ripping chicken box. And I wanted me yeah. some green beans and some dirty rice for the side. And they had nothing. I'm so sorry. Nothing. All they had was mashed potatoes like and red potatoes. beans and rice. I don't want this shit. I'm so sorry. I'm what sorry. I am mad about today is that the parking boys about to come back out to Atlanta and start par- uh, ticketing people again. The who? The parking boys. The ticket Man. people in Atlanta. You they, know, they haven't been out for like a whole year. They stopped ticketing in Atlanta in like March of 2020. And why? I think they're about to, because of Corona. Mm-hmm. Oh, the Yeah, they stopped. Like people, nobody's getting booted or ticketed since March 2020, but they're about to come out and I think in a couple weeks. And I'm upset because I like my free parking for the past year because I go to the city pretty often. Uh-huh. Uh, what am I grateful for today? Um, the breath in my body. Um, this clean fit I got on, you know, I got my edges. I did my eyelashes in like three minutes today. Like, Shout who out to am her. I? Shout who, out to who her. Who am I becoming? <laughs> who am I becoming? Shout out to Taj. <laughs> Thank you. So proud of her. Hey, man. I'm, what am I mad about? Simp's still being simp, and it's only getting worse. You know? <laughs> who is simp? Simp's. And his feelings. Oh, yeah, I thought I no Drake. Yeah, no, I'm not in my feelings. I thought you I'm was talking simps. about. I thought you was talking about the Trumples. No, I'm no, I talking thought it was about like you being a simp. Yeah, oh no, yeah, not me being a. I ain't never been no. Well, not never, but <laughs> I ain't no simp. But I'm saying like internet simps are still oh, being yeah. simps. But I'm glad because I'm me. I just got a fresh cut today. My skin looking. I see looking. it. I'm feeling, yeah. I see it. I'm feeling yeah. good. Y'all see? Okay. Yeah. Y'all see it. Hold on. If, if yeah. you want Apple Podcasts, go to the YouTube to right. see that cut real quick. Right. right. You know looking I'm real spinning. fresh. You know what I'm saying? Skin looking good. Real shiny. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and if y'all could smell me. Ooh. You, ooh. ooh wait. Ooh. All of us smell like. Um, Japanese Ooh. cherry blossom. Uh-uh, that's and, for and, old and folks. Calvin Klein and Black Eyes. Um, Japanese. Japanese. Ain't no Black Eyes over here this time for a great vet beer. Go check that out. Yeah, put y'all on. Hold on. Y'all you, know I do. Put you on to something new. I want, I want that um that Gucci. I think it's Gucci or is it? I forgot which fragrance it was. But I saw it the other day and I, I smelled it and it was so good. It smells so good. I was like, I want this if it wasn't costing so much. Girl, I like that Marc Jacobs Daisy perfume. With That's the so flower. basic. It smells so good, though. Have you smelled... Um, um, Versace um, Bright Crystal is another one for the women. Really? Versace yeah. is nice. Have okay. you smelled Angel? It's like a star. Yeah, my, that's yeah, my therapy. Our engineer has. Yeah. She's like, yeah, yeah. girl. <laughs> it's, a, it's a good one. That's my therapy. Yes, it smells so good. I like that one. Yeah. 
But I also like the little oils that be in like the beauty spots store and stuff. Like, cause yeah. I love pussy. Y'all oh, know, yeah, that's, mm-hmm. pussy that is my really favorite. Good, yeah. That's, that's my favorite. It's in my purse right now. You so funny. I'm glad we ended the show on a on a good smell note <laughs> because the, smell. Pe- the people need that. Cause you know, we, you know, it's not enough to be clean. You Y'all be stank. Little, I wasn't trying to say that. My bad. I wasn't trying to say that. Y'all be stank. It's not enough to be clean. Put a little extra dazzle dazzle on there. Yeah. And it's inc- it's important, yeah, important to choose who your baby father is gonna be because uh, yeah, what yeah, that nostril must carry yeah, on. I, it'd be no reason your baby smelling musty. <laughs> I oh smelled a musty baby. I said, oh no, nah, oh nah. musty baby. <laughs> and on that note, that's the end of episode sixteen. If you haven't already, go ahead and follow us on Verified Vibes on Apple Podcasts, Our Heart Radio, yep. Google Podcasts, Spotify, all that. You yep. can also watch our beautiful faces on the Verified Vibes on YouTube. Yep. Catch us on Instagram yep. at the Verified Vibes once again. Yep. And catch me individually at Taji Bands. Yep. You can catch me on Instagram at say underscore go DJ. And once again, you can catch me on all platforms at Terrence Simone. And y'all make sure y'all look out for that playlist. Yes. Our girl Taj comes out with a playlist for every episode that we have. So if you didn't listen to last episode's playlist for anxiety, make out. sure that you stay tuned and look out for this week's playlist. Because we got the vibes. And if you tuned in, you already know that this vibe is verified. Ooh. Period. Ooh, like, like share. That. I do, yeah. I do. Y'all I like do. that? I do. Y'all like that? Say that every episode. Every episode? Okay. Yeah. Okay, that's the closing. Like, share, subscribe. You know the vibes. You know the vibes. You know the vibes. Period.